Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the FPL Renegades podcast. It is now season two, episode 10. My name is Drew and as always, I'm joined by the two boys. How are you, Kirks? Good, thank you. Good stuff. And Willie, <laughs> yourself? Ah, oh, not bad, lads. Great to be here. Cool. So we're here recording on Tuesday, the 8th of October. We had a week off. We've kind of... A week off. We've You two boys fucking hiding. Yeah, we've refreshed, we've uh, recharged the batteries, we're ready to go, so yeah, I think it did us no harm. Willie, what is an FPL week without the podcast like for you? Is it like a lot quieter, do you still do the same stuff? Um, did you enjoy it? I would say I enjoyed it, but it's a, I was working a lot. Like it was, no, from an FPL point from of view. <laughs> uh, no, I really enjoyed it, that was great. Yeah, Kirk's? I did the same amount of research that I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I enjoyed the breaks so I did because uh, I was drowning in snots all week. Gross. I still am. Gross. And uh, I don't know if I would have been able for it last week. But I always say this, since we started this podcast, I've turned horrendous at FPL. <laughs> and we didn't do the podcast last week and it's my first green arrow all season. <laughs> you bet the two of us. And I don't yeah. believe in coincidences. So you're going to stop the podcast now to save your own career? I, I might have to. Because, like, I'm always on the pod and on Would you Twitter. give up the podcast if it meant you started becoming an elite FPL player again? But I am an elite FPL player. Oh, well, yeah, I bet you wait a point. failing. You're one of these... Failing things. miserably. What's this thing called when you, like... yeah Deluded. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a, like a really good boxer that is, like, deadly and then they just get really shit, but they keep boxing. Oh, yeah. Fall over the hill and punch yeah. drunk and... Yeah. Jump. yeah. Maybe I am. <laughs> but look, like I said, it can't be a coincidence. No pod... First green arrow of the season. But uh, that's the challenge now, to do these weekly pods and start moving up the table. So we'll get stuck into our own game weeks for, it was game week eight. And Willie, we'll start with you this week. Great, we'll start with the with the worst first. So we will. Uh, nothing much, much happening for me. I think it was the same for a lot of people then. this game week. I had uh, 36 points. Down to a 1.6 million overall game rank. I was uh, circa 35 million. I think it was right on bang average. Um, is that a red arrow? Uh, it was green arrow all week. And I think then my Mares. So it was a red arrow. Yeah. <laughs> red arrow though. It was a 50k red arrow. Well, you're like a politician. Like. There's just no straight answer out of you. Uh, well, it was a very minimal red arrow. It was still absolutely disastrous. Uh, defense was okay. I'd uh, Pope with seven. TA with a cheeky bonus for three. I like that one. Lundstrom with five. It was pity about the yellow. You might even pick up a few bonus. What are you getting at the yellow? I'd uh, nothing from Dina. And annoyingly, Adamendi went from uh, nine points to one point yeah, due was... to the, the Adamatraora late show. I'd uh, nothing in midfield. Sterling captain fail. And my big differential punt, the first punt I've taken in about five years, didn't go too well. <laughs> Who was Brought it? Rehab Mares in. I oh, got yeah. taken off. In Re- the, Rehab Mares? Yeah. Whatever he's called. Got taken off in the 59th minute and it was like absolutely devastating. I had a nice, again, Pep striking at FPL Hearts. Ah, disaster, isn't he? I had nice eight from Tammy up front and I can't say I was too disappointed with the Pookie one-pointer in the Villa game. We couldn't have really predicted the Maras thing. It's just like... No, it was... Even the 60 minutes would have been... It was quite a good move. I looked at all the underlying numbers and they're insane. I was like, the only thing I was worried about him not starting, I was like, if he starts, he's going to bang. I was going to say, you would have been happier if he didn't start. I would have got my two points off actually. Yeah. But um, no, I was like... It was actually, it was, it was a good move, I thought. And uh, I rethought when uh, Wolves were playing 
in Italy, or not in Italy, in Turkey, and they were playing, they won 1-0, but they were playing till half nine, and they got a flight at like half 11, 12 at night. I was like, surely playing on the Sunday, they'll get absolutely smashed, but I was wrong. <laughs> I, I, I thought the same. I thought yeah. City would win that comfortably. Yeah, that's me. Anyway, Kirks, how did your week go? Yeah, kind of similar to Woody, although I beat him by a point, so that's really important. Small um, mercies. If I just stuck with, Mar- with uh, Ashley Barnes. I've dropped 600 places. Down to 1,200. Uh, <laughs> like, break out the violin. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was a bit of a crap week. I actually really wasn't happy going into it because I had three Liverpool players and two Leicester players. And I really fancied Leicester to put it up to pool. So I didn't actually know what to do going into it. I was messing around with maybe taking Bardi out for one game. But in the end, I stuck with him. Um, kind of similar to Woolley then. Pope, Lundstrom, Mount. That was pretty much where my points came from. Very low score. But... Same as average, same as the average top K. So it was really. the week to have an average week because they, yeah. as we always say, like you may as well have a bad week when everyone else you, does rather yeah. than no one captained well. I think. Don't Did you see the people that had Mane and got like fifty-two points and went up like half a million places? It's mad. Yeah, people it? had Tammy and Mane, but yeah, I mean, most people had Sterling, Salah, Aguero yeah. um, as captain. And Not having Mount is killing me. I really think that you need to have Tammy and Mount. Yeah, yeah, Tammy and now straight away after that. Actually, before they even blew the whistle, I had the sub done. I think I was the first person to get Mount in in the game. Yeah. Ever? So to the point that's that I, Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's very impressive. Brought him in. Didn't know who he was, but I brought him in. Did you see and three times the amount of people had Asmir Begovic as Mason Mount in game week one? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that you know that as a stat. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, here we are. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy enough that I didn't drop. It was on average, I'm happy enough. Two free transfers going into the next game week, so ah, great shape. You've an international break, two free transfers. Yep, you're and in do top three if you want. K in the world, I like that. Um, you know, dream cards. I was just about to say there, like you'd rather get thirty points when the average is thirty six than get like sixty points if the average is a hundred. Yeah, like definitely. you didn't lose any ground, really. Yeah, like people captaining a hat trick and getting you left behind. Yeah, so I'll move on to my week and, like I said in the intro, top first, scorer, uh, first green arrow all season. Um, 41 points I thought it was going to be a lot more going into the Sunday myself, had Aguero yeah. captain I just had uh, these visions of this is my time to make a move I thought Aguero's going to smash Wolves yeah. as Willie alluded to they were in Turkey Thursday night I thought they'd be knackered City had a day's extra rest they played on the, they played on the Tuesday did they? okay mm-hmm. two days yeah. City are also City they were playing at home and I just thought and in fairness Wolves haven't been exactly as solid, half as solid as no. they were last season. Like, no, did Chelsea put five past them? Other yeah. teams have put goals past them. I thought, yeah. Now maybe City just missed KDB, and we'll we'll get to that when we talk about the games. But forty-one points, um, captaincy fail again. That's five out of eight. So <coughs> I need to address that. I've, I've had, had one out of eight, one fail or one, one success. One success I've had out of two. Eight. Maybe one. My team's been grand. It's just my captains have just been wrong every week. Yeah, well, you got, I, got one right. One of eight. I got um, Salah right the first week. I didn't even get it right because I had Sterling and it was between you got two. it right. No, no, Sterling was my vice captain. He scored a hat trick. Yeah, no, no. If you got a goal... The only first. return I've got... I've only got one return. Sorry. Three. One return more than... I've got a couple of three-pointers, you know, like a that's clean crazy. sheet. Yeah, yeah, that's not a return. Three, isn't it? So a goal or assist is a return. Yeah, I've been happy enough with three this this week. That, this year, that's the way it's going. No, one yeah, I've only eight. three successful ones. What have you got? Two wrong, I'd say. So six successful. But shows you the difference. Probably one wrong. Because I'm thinking Robertson there is one of them, but no, that, that, he's not wrong. Wrong. He did better than Sterling. That yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. And we'll get to that later because it's the Kirk special, <laughs> everybody. 
but yeah, I got seven points from Pope, uh, a few points from Lundstrom, Mount, Tammy. That was it. Nothing else. Uh, just want to point out something that came to my attention on Twitter, and yeah. I may not have mentioned it that much this week, but officially <laughs> oh, I'm the yeah. third most unlucky person in FPL, so that made me feel a lot better. Is that in that sample or overall? Just sample of sam- players. Samples are there to represent the overall, so let's go overall. <laughs> Via a sample, it's elite players. So people, it's people that make really intelligent move, and it's lots to do with the bookies odds and stuff. So I do it every year, and you know the way I fire up this thing, and I'm like, lads, I should be in the top one k due to like. And we never believe you, but no, now I believe. Now we believe you. I 100% don't believe it either. <laughs> load of bollocks. But yeah, based on the bookies odds, Carlos, yeah, yeah. my rank at the minute is two point four million. Uh, it breaks my heart to say that every week. Yeah. My bookies odds rank should be sixteen k. But did you see the example he put you up know, on Twitter? We like, don't want to go I didn't put that up. I came across that randomly. I was like... No, it he was like the guy on Twitter. Yeah. It was Sig- FPL statistics or something. Sigerson versus KDB. Now, we don't want to go into semantics, but basically it's saying here that my luck is minus 97%. <laughs> nearly 98%. And like for anyone that doesn't understand this, I think if you have like 20 plus 20% luck, yeah. that means... 80% of people in the game have more luck than you. Yeah. So I have like minus 97%. I don't even know how to explain that. So yeah, minus. Lucky, but I think it's plus 98%. You've taken all my <laughs> fucking luck. Yeah. That, that's what's gone wrong. <laughs> that's just because you're a risk taker and you're like... Um, so to be honest, I don't know how to calculate it properly because... Well, I, it's because you, you captain people, you captain defenders, you just do all this random stuff. You don't look at the odds. You just look, oh, it really looks like you'd do something. I'll just bring him in. And, <laughs> yeah, but is that luck? You just call it so much, though, doesn't he? We'll talk about this later. Oh, yeah, you get to write so much. We have a whole section on Kirks. But anyway, to wrap up my own week, I did just want to mention captaincy because I was looking at it today and I had a chat with FPL Rouge Kirks. In our group <laughs> we're we're going to keep that going. Till he sends us a bottle of whiskey, we are. And uh, we were just saying, are we overthinking the captaincy? And I went ahead and broke it down because I've got 86 points out of my captains. Um, I've had five failures. And I had a look. If I captained my most expensive player who had a home fixture every week, I'd have a, over 120 points. So it's a 40 point difference mm-hmm. and I would have only had two fails. And that's as basic as you can get. I just think it's such a small sample, lads. I hear everyone saying this. You know, I think like over 10 or 20 years, like I was like, just make, the, no, this is genuinely though. Just make the big, I obviously look at all the underlying numbers, look at the eye test, look at all the statistics. Like I know even if it fails, I know that I'm making the decision. I think it's the best decision that that, yeah, no, I like that way of thinking. But do you think it's nearly as simple as stick to home games? Like, teams at home obviously have a big advantage. Like, if you go through any kind of metric, like Bucky's odds, your your odds are always shorter if you're at home. I never yeah. trip captain anybody away. Like, one of those weeks, I think all of those weeks, it was either Salah, Sterling, or Aguero, except one of them was Mount. Yeah. And Mount happened to be my most expensive at, like, six and a half million, who had a home fixture. Yeah. And he was my highest scoring player. It's crazy. Mad, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, will uh, anyone got anything else they want to say about their own weeks before we move on to the week as a whole? Mine was it's a bit of a shit week. I'm wildcarding. It was a shit week. And you are wildcarding. And we'll probably go through that next week. Next week, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. And I we know. have an international break, so there's no point spending No. I know, I know that I've had, a, I've had enough of Dine, Puke, Adamende, Barnes and... Is it all the A's? Yeah. I know I want to kind of do smash fucking Leicester and Chelsea with the fixture run and get 
maybe a Bamiang in. I just want to just want a bit of a change. All these hidden gems. Yeah. <laughs> How has he found these? It's the Willy Way. <laughs> so yeah, we'll move on to the the games as a whole. And yeah. Willy, the last pod you were the driver here. I think you did quite well. So. We'll let you go. What's the first game? Uh, the first game is one I really enjoyed. It was a bit of a mad one, wasn't it? Uh, Brighton 3, Spurs nil. <clears throat> what do you boys think of it? Again, I was listening to these games on the radio. It's so hard. I can't wait to get into the Kirk special because like, you're the only person I know that listens to football on the radio. I don't have a choice. I was, I was doing stuff in the house and I didn't have it on the telly. So, uh, Kirk's is 2020. I know, but... <laughs> when are you going to buy a telly? I was listening on the radio and it's just really hard to tell what's actually fucking going on. I know, it really is. They're just uh, so dramatic. Like, you'd swear, like, fucking your man Conley was, like, fucking Romario or something. He was, was. fucking... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was. We, like, Brighton absolutely dominated this game. We said we don't like to mention XG much here, but... Well, no, maybe. we actually do. But it was uh, 2.39 XG Brighton, 0.4 Spurs. I have only two players I want to take out from an FBL perspective. One of them is Aaron Conley, 4.5 million. Two goals, XGI 1.14, 10 penalty area touches, six attempts, five shots in the box, one big chance. Villa, Everton, Norwich, next three games. Like, maybe in the future he might not always start, but minutes are assured. He's going to get 30 minutes most games, and after that performance, he's absolutely nailed. Well, they're, they're elite stats, really, that you're reading. They are. Yeah. And like, been Harry Kane and this pump. Easy, yeah. But like, or... Watching him on the, like I thought he was just so so good. Wasn't some he? of this to do with Tottenham, though. I mean, yeah, and I don't want to get into revisionism, but uh, we were actually talking about Conley last week on a WhatsApp uh, group. Yeah, this was before, and we were sick, weren't we? That we didn't have pod. He hadn't started a game, but like at four and a half million, we'd kind of noticed that he was getting 20, 30 minutes cameos yeah. at the end. I think I said he was, in, he was the new Tri Parrot, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. The, the moment that stood out was he, he had this lovely lobbed effort against Newcastle and oh, Trevor Shard. Fabian Shard is the best bicycle the thing ever. Like, and I thought, yeah. this kid's got something about him and he's getting more minutes than yeah. Greenwood. Uh, Connor Wickham is like injured yeah. forever. And like, did you see him on Twitter? He was like, what the fuck's Fabian Shard doing random bicycle kicks yeah. in his own penalty box? Yeah, like, like I thought player. this could be a four and a half million guy. Like you're not going to play him, but if he did happen to be put into your team if someone is injured, he's getting you minutes. But now he might have catapulted Villa Everton Norwich. Something else. First name on the team sheet. Now it could be a false dawn. But <coughs> just I thought it's Tottenham are all over the shop. Tottenham are. The defence, the keeper, going off injured. Dire plane. I mean, they're. Do you see he's putting loads of boys on the transfer list? In, um, he's putting Ericsson. He's putting Eric Dyer. He's putting Serge Aurier. He's putting Daniel Rose. Get How do you know this? He's talking to him. He's talking to him. Him and Levy. Right. I'm going to, this might be a bit of a mad one. What do we think about uh, Gazaniga? 4.4 million. Laura's injured. That looked, it was a sick injury, wasn't it? It was a terrible mistake, but he was like... 4.4. I'm not bringing him in instead of Pope. Waffernick, this is exactly what I was going to say. I was like, I'm on wildcard. And like you think a 4.4 option nailed on keeper for Spurs with a decent fixture run. And I still think I'm probably going to go Pope with tough fixtures or even See? Ryan at Brighton. Like I'm considering... A Spurs goalkeeper to, to, to Pope and Ryan. What's any, that any other year, like we'd yeah. be all over that 4.4 yeah. Spurs keeper. I wouldn't and, say uh, it's a definite no, though. It I is d- at the minute. I just don't see what the Based benefit is. All known evidence. And like, he's a bit shit as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't think shit. I like him. Nah, no, I, I he's think Anthony's played. I like him. Flappy. What I find I like him. hilarious is uh, Willie rocks up with his like binder of notes, like just on. Is it Paolo Casaniga? Yeah. You have all the stats. Kirk showed up with no notes. It's just not put on a hat. And yeah. his boat came to the same conclusion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Don't get him in. I'm not saying don't. I don't think don't get him in. I think probably don't get him in. That's my biggest fear is coming true again. I say this every week. We always spend about 20 minutes talking about Brighton, the manner they're playing, and they probably deserve it this week, but still. Yeah, Anything yeah. else? I think Tottenham are they're very worrying. Like I don't think you can really have any other no, assets going for Get off Tottenham. No. Uh, Harry Kane is he's too expensive. He's not really got the underlying stats. Even Son, Son they're all at sea, Andy. They're all at sea. Son has the two games. Has he two games for Korea before he probably won't even start? No, the they're all over. They're they they their midfield. This game is crazy because it's not like I've seen people on Twitter and even myself, like and probably Kirk's, like we like a bit of a long shot. And yeah. I thought Brighton could win this game. They might sneak at 1-0. But they dominated, but they dominated yeah. it. They Absolutely wanted to rematch them. Like. Yeah. There was no fluke about this. Yeah. So we'll move on from that game. And right, we'll go on to... What's your next very game? Very little to say about this. So we'll go... Burnley won. Everton nil. Really low XG game. Surprise, surprise. Just want to say... First thing is a negative. Ashley Barnes, 6.5 million. You can hear it in my voice. One shot in the box. 0.1 XG. Burnley only had a 0.5 XG. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Le- oh, a Leicester next, one of the best. I think it's uh, worth saying. Your boy, Ashley Barnes. Isn't the it? Ashley Barnes. Boy, uh, Ashley Barnes train has just ran out of fuel. <laughs> um, I got rid of him this week. so <coughs> He's already gone. From my yeah. Off. Uh, I just want to make a quick mention for uh, Charlie Taylor. He's down to 4.2 now. Um, Peter seemed to get a bit of an injury in the game. It looked bad enough at the time, but... Unfortunately, I think Sean Dyche said that he, he could be okay after an international <laughs> break, so maybe we'll have to stick with Pope. But if if uh, Charlie Taylor was an option on a wildcard 4.2, you could maybe consider as they get it then. But um, no, I have nothing else to say about that game. Uh, Burnley defensively. Burnley defence solid. Sorry. Yeah. Everton, you just, just Everton are stay away. Everton, now, sure. Dina is still performing well, but there's nobody that can... I, I thought Dina was quite anonymous that game. I, yeah. I think he created two, two chances. chances. One, big one chance. big chance. Yeah. You but, uh, that's still not bad for a defender. Your man's going to be sacked in the next couple of weeks. Who do you think? We should have a bet. 10 to 11, Ole or uh, Silva. That would be a serious bet, wouldn't it? it should 10 be Ole. I don't know. I think Ole might just hang on because they've got nothing else to do. Everton have money, don't they? Yeah. yeah. United have loads of money as well. No, I know, but they're they just, Woodward's in the edition. They don't spend it very wisely. The best players are the guys that are fucking... Lads, yeah. do you know who was actually not a shining light, but like one of their better players this week was uh, Alex Awobi. Yeah, he was. I he he missed a big chance in yeah. that game. He was yeah. very involved, Kurt. Didn't he had an XG of 0.5. Yeah. He was involved. You'd be but in fairness, when I was in that game, I thought it had nil all written all over it. Yeah. And it possibly would have without Seamus Coleman got two yellow cards. Uh, ah, he was devastated when he got the first yellow, wasn't he? That could have been that should have been a red. Yeah, that was he, a bad tackle. He was nearly crying though. Yeah, I don't think he meant it, but like he yeah. like shin high, a good bit of force followed through. Like it was a red card. Second one was a bit hard. He was I think he'd kind of made his bed at that point. Yeah. So we're saying there's nobody we want, we want from Everton. A defensive. Burnley one. are the same, aren't they? Really, Pope. W- one defensive a, defender. A, a Pope or a Chai Taylor. What do you think of uh, either Dwight McNeil or Hendrick? Uh, Every week I seem to say Hendrick. Hendrick only came back into the squad. Into the team, though. He only came back into the team. Who? Hendrick. It was a lovely yeah. finish. I seem to say every week that Hendrick has missed a big chance and this week he actually scored a hard chance. Yeah. And Dwight McNeil seems involved in everything. He's but he's just a bit dearer this yeah, year. He's a bit more expensive. He's 0.5 cheaper. He'd definitely be an option. But he's a good player. so He's he hasn't popped up on any of my tables. Actually, Westwood is still creating a lot of chances. I never ever have not as team, cheap as he used to be, is, is he? Is he not? No, he's not 5.5. I don't know. Is, he can't be any more than that, actually. Can he? Yeah. I don't think so. You're not going to get him in your team, though, are you? There's too many better He's options. very unfashionable. Yeah. 
and, and as I said, Bernie's, Bernie's XG is always so low that like it's very yeah. hard to And even when we were creaming ourselves over Ashley Barnes, we always did say like Burnley are going to score maximum one to two goals a game. Yeah. And you're you're relying on Ashley Barnes being involved in either one or two goals. Yeah. And like it was unlikely and the stats at the start of the season kind of suggested that he could do it. It's very disappointing though, isn't he's it? He's gone out of our team. Yeah. yeah, that was grand. He's cheap. Don't worry about it. Kirk, you have no loyalty. No. All right. Yeah. He's a, when you weren't on this pod, Ralph Hasenhutl and Ashley Barnes were our two cult <coughs> heroes. And now both of them are kind of floundering yeah. a little bit. Nothing good. Uh, Hasenhutl. You yeah, love that. Still a hero. I think you kind of support Sam. If you support Poole, you support Sam. Yeah, but they're the feeder club. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably something to do with it. I think so we said enough about that anyway. Yeah, we'll <laughs> move on to the next game. Liverpool 2, Leicester 1. Yeah, uh, huge result for Liverpool in the title race. Yeah, I have a bit, bit of a different opinion than most people on that. I thought Liverpool were absolutely brilliant and they pretty much dominated the game. 3.59 XG to 0.1 XG Leicester. Liverpool had six big chances, 0.1 XG Leicester, as I said. And um, I don't know, I thought um, I thought that Liverpool would have been very unlucky not to win this game. don't know what yeah. you thought, Carlos. No, I thought they were actually one of the best games they've had in a long time, considering their European adventures so far could have been pretty poor um, and a couple of really dodgy games in membership but I thought they were actually really good yeah it's best um, against a very good Leicester team I was a little bit disappointed with Leicester maybe they were a little bit cautious or something but they didn't seem to get at Liverpool <coughs> no they weren't like near as attacking were. as they usually are um, um, no shots no shots on target in the first half was surprising very surprising yeah. Yeah. These, these stats haven't really been mentioned at all I'm glad we're mentioning and I kind of pinned my hopes this week on Leicester because I didn't mention it in my game week but I made two transfers and I got rid of Barnes and Virgil van Dijk for who did I bring in Adamendi and Tammy Abraham and the longer that Leicester game went on I was just panicking because even having one Liverpool defender I'm just getting crushed by these lads that have two and three yeah. so I thought having zero and I was watching the match and Leicester <coughs> just didn't look like scoring and I thought yeah. here we go and uh, they nicked a kind of they wouldn't have scored if Alisson was in goal it was a fortunate enough goal they, they mightn't have but I'd also like to point out, and I've said it before on the pod, and I've said it to the lads and stuff, I think Virgil van Dijk is playing well within himself. Like, that little ball... Not where he was last year. ...the corner. Like, he jogged back to get it, and Adrian might have kind of flapped at it and made a mistake, yeah. but, like, van Dijk just stood there and flapped his arms. I hate seeing... It's one of my pet peeves, players... <laughs> Whether it's five aside on a Monday or like <laughs> elite players like Van Dyke, it's flapping your arms at somebody else. Yeah. And like I think he could have done better with that ball. Yeah. Um, who was it? it was Iosi Perez played it. It was a real it was round the corner, but it was really slow. Like it just about got to Madison and he, he You're gonna, that up. I think I'm mad. I love Dijon Auburn was the best center half on the pitch there in that game, so he was. Anyone else think he had a crack? Do you, know, game? Do you know, have a couple of moments? I thought he was very, very solid. A couple of lover moments. But uh, I don't know if Van Dyke if the like Kirk's, and again, I hate to keep saying it, we'll get to it later on, but of all this uh, credit and kind of plaudits have gone to his head a bit, like he's not half the player he was last season at the minute. Like he's jogging around. It just smells really nice, doesn't he? Do you know, <laughs> he was in the, the top three in the FIFA Player of the Year, whatever those mm-hmm. awards were. And honestly, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it, it's yeah. not, I don't know if it's going to cost Liverpool, but he just. Has he been dribble past now? He has been, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. seem on it. Yeah. In my head. Uh, and like he's been jumped, he's been leapt above for like yeah, Matt of that corner. Yeah, Matt's been, Matt, been Liverpool's best center half since year. He's injured. Well, he's had it out. 
Oh, I know he's injured. I know what I'm he saying. He keeps game. doing it. Like He keeps getting his yeah. place back and then getting injured. And then there's a roulette then for a few he's weeks. He's going to get the place back. Yeah. Um, but it's like rushing roulette for me every week, not having yeah. Trent. Yeah, from the stats point perspective, like TAA, 7.2. He got the bonus. He actually looked quite quiet in this game. I looked at the numbers and um, 10 crosses, 5 chances created, 2 his, big chances. That's quiet. Like, yeah, yeah, like this his, his, like, his expected assist was over a goal and his yeah. two pass were 5. Like yeah. By far the highest in the pitch. It's just insane. Salim and his numbers... They were still very nice. Uh, Pula at 3.59 next year against Leicester. That's that's like a There's very a lot of people game. talking about Salah to Mane to save the yeah, People money. have been talking about that all season. I think this, this is, is the first that. time I actually agree with it. I agree with it. It was yeah. actually, I was thinking about it, but you're looking at Salah's numbers again. He still has more shots, more key passes, higher XG, higher XA. But Mane's having is like Mane a, just a better player though, maybe? Is Mane not having a... He's more explosive. He's, a, he's having a similar amount of big chances, if not more over the last four weeks. And he's, he's, he's definitely more... He's more efficient. He's more explosive. He's more clinical. He's more efficient. Is a good word. His goal in this game was very Salah esque. Like he kind of ball over the top. I don't know. Was played through and he kind of put in and just slotted it. I was talking to someone work about it today and I was agreeing. I was like thinking, Mane to Salah, good move. Save some money. Put the money somewhere else. Is it really hard to say Mane Mane to Salah? Everybody goes Mane to Salah. Mane to Salah. But you're only saving like you're only saving like point eight now. Do you remember last year we were saving three million and we're like no. But it's not even the savings. I think he actually might be a better option. Yeah, I still think you get punished if you go away from Salah. I don't know. I think you get punished by which something I was thinking on wildcard. I think you get punished by going away from both, even with the fixtures. Okay. I'd like to have one of them. Like um, he still beats him on numbers. That's it does, but very little. It's not near as much as it used to be. We used to do it and it was absolutely annihilating them. And for penalty area touches, Salah is still way ahead, but it's not like it used he's to be. He's still ahead for like and if you, expected yeah, assists. Yeah, anyway, but, yeah and assists he's way better. But if you look at the last the, if you look at the end of last season. I would imagine over the last 12 games of last season and this season, I would definitely say Man is ahead for big chances. Definitely. Yeah, but like big chances is taken into account in XG. And Salah's XG is always higher. Yeah, but that's because his XGI is always higher. I don't know if it's XG is always higher. No, his XG is higher as well. Yeah. Is it? Um, it is, talking yeah. about pool. Uh, what about, uh, as I said, Leicester? It's hard to judge Leicester on, on them games. Despite the numbers with the fixtures, I still think... Madison, Pereira, Vardy, Vardy. I think you could trade up on Leicester. Yeah, you could for the fixtures. I think any, you have to have signed two in your team if you're. Yeah, he's just Um, such a good value. One of Madison or Vardy, depending on what way you want. Lads, they play Burnley, Southampton, Palace, Arsenal, Brighton, Everton, Watford, Villa, Norwich. Yeah, I think it's like till game week seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, you triple up on that easily, can you? I think you could. All right, lads, we're spending too long at the games, and I say this because I'm very worried because the next game, yeah, will could take half an hour. We'll fly onto this. This was like a really open game. Is this the best day of your life? Norwich. This was like really taught me that I don't give a shit about FPL when Villa win. Like I just call you. Can I interrupt you? Like (laughs) you caused scenes in our uh, Twitter group when you (laughs) nearly had a stroke when uh, Arsenal bet Villa. Yeah. What's the opposite to a stroke? What What happened to you during this game? (laughs) Without getting vulgar. Yeah, I was just gonna say he wet himself. (laughs) I'm just so happy. It was a weird game though. Yeah, it was a weird game. It was so open, but I thought I thought Villa should have won by more. But um Norwich won, Villa five, six big chances, Villa. Look, I we won't be seeing this too off too often from Villa. You know, wait, how six big chances in the game? I just thought Norwich were so bad that I don't really want to go into this much from a statistical but Norwich, perspective. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but Norwich were so bad at the back, but yeah. like their XG was like 
I have 2.75. 2 by 2, 3 I have. Villa, 3.13. It was 2 by 2, 3 to 3.13. Just two of the highest just XG's of the week. 0.5 XG, yeah. Do you know? So it, I think it was a really open game. It was a really open game and I wouldn't yeah. be too down on my Norwich assets. No, maybe not. Uh, Attacking assets. If you have a Norwich yeah, defensive like, uh, asset, look, what are you doing? Uh, Cantwell and Pugli, the, the numbers, uh, they weren't too bad by any means. It was a very open game. But I definitely think I don't want to be doubling up on them. Whatever about one going forward. Maybe Cantwell is decent enough and I got him <coughs> 4.5. You know, the best thing about Cantwell is cashing in. Yeah, that's what I think so. Is Cantwell not cheap enough that no, we could just bench him? If you have a 4.5. No, because he's gone up in so much in value that you cash him in and you take the money yeah. and go somewhere else. But where do you go? Uh, I, went to, I went to Tammy with it. There's better really options than Pilkey at the that's moment. That's about... That's, 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 three million in the that's how I managed to get Tammy because I made so much money on Cantwell. Cantwell's still really good values. Cantwell's getting an awful lot of uh, really high XG shots. He's not getting many shots, but most of the shots he gets are within the six yard box. I think he might be third to only Haller and Wesley for shots within the six yard box. Which is naked, crazy for which is mad. And that's one thing I want to say about Pookie. Pookie was getting so many shots, so many shots in the box over the last four game weeks. Not only is he he's getting less shots in the box, which is a bit of a worry. But the big thing about Pookie, I was looking, he is way down on his shots on target. It's something we probably said was was going to happen. Like he was in the purple yeah, he was over, yeah, and he actually his XA has actually gone up loads. So I don't know if it's he's dropping. That, that people are seeing that he's a danger, so they're all coming into him, and he's like dropping deeper. And yeah, it's one deeper. of my big regrets of the season. And when we maybe do a, a review at the end of the year, maybe a half season review, I've been like slagging off Pookie week in week out rightly or wrongly like I've been exaggerating yeah but my worst nightmares come true now I got him in two or three game weeks ago after saying this lad has scored all of his points that he's going to get he can't maintain this the numbers aren't terrible and, though and I've got no points out of him I cash, got two cash two jinx so have you got made profit on him no I haven't I've made a loads I've made like 0.5 on him to me that's min. just bank it you don't keep the money though Kirk yeah. Yeah, you get half your money it. I, I think, know, yeah, but you get point two, point three. I make, I think I make point three on Pookie and that's, point two that's on Cantwell. Loads of, that that's half a million. You're though. able to pick up somebody who's gone up in price somewhere else. Um, right. Anyway, I think we should talk about Villa. Yeah, quick, Villa won five one. Yeah, quick mention oh, Villa because we don't get those too often. It's more um, to do with Norwich. Um, I just want to mention uh, Wesley six point zero six attempts, six shots in the box, four big chances in the game. That's just insane. Five shots on target, which is so impressive as well. Two goals. And lucky not to get the hat trick. It was a great save from a government. It wasn't a great penalty. It wasn't a bad penalty. It was in the corner. I agree with both. He, he <laughs> could have hit a bit harder. But and it wasn't more in the corner. It wasn't badly placed. So, really, uh, are we going to send him back to the screw factory anytime soon? Look, I think. Uh, Keep Brighton, the screw factory. Brighton could be a good fixture. the screw factory. Brighton could be a good fixture next. But after that, Villa have, have City and Liverpool. And I just wouldn't be investing them at the moment, this long term. I think maybe when the fixtures pick up again. But they're after having their good run. Do you know who looked like an absolute baller? He looked like Iniesta. Jack Grealish in that game. Oh, and, uh, I've come, I, I never hated the guy, but he's easy to hate. But you hated me and I love him no, so much. No, so like, despite his, that haircut, his haircut is ridiculous. He's a really good guy. Despite the way that he swans around. He despite the way that he uh, turned down Ireland. And do you know what annoys me most about him? What? I can't figure out whether he's wearing shin guards or not. No, he, like, doesn't, he, wear, he doesn't wear, he wears thought, the socks up and then mini He has like the really low down socks. And I th- do you have to wear shin guards? Yeah, I thought you had yeah, to. He wears mini shin guards. I can't see them. He's special Jack Grealish They're not even on the shins. Super Jack Grealish shin guards. Yeah, you get them on this shit website for whatever, whatever. <laughs> he's an I have two pairs at home. But uh, he, he really, he, 
he's a good player so he is he's a quality player I'll give him that yeah. and he turned it into FPL points this week yeah and, and he looks could be actually an FPL option in the future he's uh, he's playing in a in a front three now kind of a winger kind of front three kind of role and that's actually made us so much better because I've always said how shit Conor Horahan is as a defensive midfielder where he was playing lots of last season and he lost place against Whelan but now he's he's getting to play in the midfield because they couldn't break up McGinn and Grealish. But now that Grealish has gone further forward, Hurren's allowed a place in the team. Yeah. And I just think and he's doing well, Hurren. Yeah, he's deadly. But he's, he's a really good player going forward. He's just not a defensive player. Can player. I ask you actually an important question that's just after coming into my head? You know the way that you're big into these guys with the flashy haircuts? Yeah. What is that strut around like your Madisons. My Neil Mopes. Did you tell Jack- the lads that I had the same hair as Neil Mopes for 10 years? No. Jack Grealish. <laughs> Like has the worst hair out of all of them, but like it's like a short said, of it, short. the little socks, the little chin guards, oh, just kind of struts around. Oh, you I... love them, so just say right. You have two daughters. Now, I don't know where I'm going with this. Be so <laughs> careful. So do you know when they get to the age where they can have a boyfriend? So say what they ever eight. went near someone like James Madison. So <laughs> what, what would you say, eight or nine, and you can start going out with lads or whatever That's it is, thirty nine, forty. Who would you like? Would you be happy? If Jack Grealish turned up at your door, I'll stitch my head button. Or, like, what about a Connor Hurren who's just nice, tight haircut, still a good looking man? Lovely, looks lad. all right, like, looks like a nice, down to earth lad, wears proper shin guards, doesn't drink laughing gas. Oh my god, I want to say so many things that I can't be recording. No, I'd like if it was a super, super Jack Grealish or, or a James Madison, but just have to sign some kind of celibacy contract or something. Fair enough, moving on. Uh... Oh, moving on, here. I'm not talking about my villa guys. There's only two players I want to mention really, yeah. really quickly. Um, Anwar Al Ghazi thought he had an absolutely great game. He's been playing really well of late. I really noticed them. How much is he? He's uh, 5.5 million. He had five shots, three in the box, one big chance, two big I chances. I thought we bringing him in, actually. What position is he? Midfield? He, he's a midfield winger. Um, and when the fixtures improve, he's definitely he's something to consider. Wing forward. Yeah, exactly. Totally and, nailed. Yeah, uh, he's totally nailed. Uh, another one. Target 4.4 out of all defenders, I think, yeah. is the best option. He's very attacking. He loves now bonus point. And you just, he, when the fixtures improve again, Brighton is a good fixture, but after that, they just have to. Is he better ones. than Gilbert? He's, or are they quite similar? Uh, he's probably slightly more attacking than Gilbert, and he's more likely to get a bonus than Gilbert. And uh, he, he yeah, you're more likely to know who he is. That was one of my highlights of the week. Um, I picked Cantwell over Gilbert, and Gilbert was my first sub. Yeah. And I was just. Fucking cheering when Norwich scored that goal at the end because I was just thinking, uh, going to get a clean sheet. The only way Norwich were going to score a goal at the end was like Villa pretty much scored that goal. Didn't ah, he? forgot about that. What about Tyrone Mings with another He's mistake? Two ter- he still get, got his call up to the England squad. I know, but like two mistake, two big mistakes in two games. Is it more than that now? Nah, it probably is for the season. But what? Yeah. What's wrong with him? Is yeah. he just not as good as we thought he was? What was no. Eddie Howe thinking selling him? No, he just made Honestly, Willie, though, like that two really bad mistakes. Yeah, they were terrible. But did it really matter at that point in the game? Oh, it doesn't matter. I think when you get to that point, you're not an elite footballer. He, he <laughs> could have been a bit quicker to react. Okay, so it was a bad pass back. <laughs> terrible clearing header last week. And I think we said enough about Villa. So, yeah, we will move on to the next game. And I have it down as Watford, Sheffield United. <laughs> nil, yeah. nil. I think you could have called that a million miles yeah. out. Yeah, that's, we all had lunch from starting. Anyone have anything in this? We'll move on. I've uh, uh, Low XG game. I would I would love for one game to go when we move on because we always say, should say one thing. Lundstrom still you have his great have value. Lundstrom. Yeah. I've done. Lundstrom is yeah. So next we'll move game. on. Go for it. Yes, I'm so happy we've done that. What is the next game? Uh, the next Ham game is West Ham Palace, you're dead right. This wasn't a bad game, was it? 
How did Palace keep I doing it? I didn't watch it. I just how are Palace doing this? <coughs> Palace fixtures are absolutely terrible. Can't They're terrible. Anyone in this game? Kelly four point one looks solid again. He got an assist. He looks really good. They look better <laughs> when got, he's in the team. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, they're you, not cutting the mustard. I'm not even going to call out. I don't even know the fixtures, but I know they're absolutely shocking. Um, the one player from a West Ham perspective, um, a lot of people are on Yarmolenko. I still think Haller 7.4 is the best option. I think he he's still number one for most shots within the six-yard box over the all whole season. He had 0.72 XG in this, in this game. He scored a goal. He three shots, three shots in the box. He missed an absolute sitter from a was it Ryan Fredericks cross, and like I think I might have scored it. Um, they have Everton, Sheffield, Newcastle, Burnley in the next four, and I still think he could be worth a punt. He might be a decent differential as one of your front three. No. I don't know how to do it. They're, I really Palace. how they're doing it. They have a championship team. They're like expected goals is like relegation shit. They have a championship they're, team at best. Uh, like. Just their the XGC is quite impressive, and their defensive stats are quite impressive. Uh, yeah, okay. They're probably sixth, is, is, sixth best, sixth or seventh best. They're sixth on the goals against, yeah, yeah. and they're third bottom for goals for. Yeah, they're completely overachieving when you look at their uh, league position, like the points they got on the board. I don't know how they're doing it. Before we move on to the next game, we just want to get our advertisement out of the way and uh, give a shout out to. Actually, it's my cousin and his wife, so Paddy and Katie, who are in Canada, and they have kindly donated the whiskey that we're drinking today. Nice. So tonight we're drinking... <laughs> this is like a really unpaid advertisement. A Royal Loch Nagar Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, 12-year-old. Nice. And uh, it's actually a limited edition Game of Thrones special edition. i say that's worth a few quid, isn't and it? And it's House Baratheon. And I remember Paddy visited me, it's a good while ago now, it's about six months ago. And I remember the first thing I said was, I don't want House Baratheon. <laughs> and he said, he so actually, Joffrey. he did all the reviews and apparently House Baratheon was the best of the Game of Thrones whiskeys. So anyway, I just wanted to say a big thanks to Paddy and Katie. And um, it is, goes to show that people do send us bottles of whiskey. And also, yeah, Kirk, that's what, I was gonna, Rouge. that's what I was going to get on to now. If, Anybody does want to support the pod by sending us a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and look, this is what keeps the pod running because without the whiskey, we're really, really yeah. boring and really like <laughs> more boring. There'd be no pod. FPL. There'd be no pod. Be no pod. And look, if, and you want, want else. if you want strangers to read out your name online, there's no better way Hold than on. to send us a bottle of whiskey. If you send us a bottle of whiskey, we'll get away to do it in a sexy voice. Yeah. Can you set up Patreon with whiskey payments? No, no. no look, we're not going to go down the Patreon route we're uh <laughs> you've paid whiskey for patreon we're down, can you answer it seriously we're down to earth salty the earth guys if you want to support the pod with a bottle of whiskey mr rouge just uh contact us you have our dm dm details get on to us and like i said we'll read your name out online <laughs> well, I, I, I was in tesco there last week and some of the nice whiskeys isn't expensive as you think rouge so that bottle of you get a nice bottle of whiskey for 30 euro the gems and crested was 30 quid wasn't it yeah Serious it was off, great value. Uh, Jemison IPA edition I got the last time was was on sale at thirty euro. That was nice. Do you know what I seen actually? Not to totally away from the pod, but when I was in Tesco last week, it was two euro more for a bottle of Powers than a bottle of Jemison. Oh. It was one of the most shocked I've ever been in my life. Like that's mad. Don't send us Powers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a waste of money. So anyway, now that we got that advertisement out of the way, 
Let's move on to the next game. Yeah, Arsenal. Morgan, Morgan <laughs> was Arsenal won, Bournemouth uh, Arsenal won, Bournemouth nil. I thought this game was going to be a 5-all. 1.21 XG Arsenal, 0.51 Bournemouth. Um, just wanted to mention some of that. I'll be getting into my wildcard team, I would imagine. Let me guess. Arno de Jumba Gronveld. No. Oh. Uh, Pierre-Eric Aubameyang, is that his <laughs> I don't even know if that's his first name. Uh, 11 million, 0.73 XG. Four attempts, three shots in the box, one big chance. I'll be getting him in a wild card. He hit the post near the end. He didn't do much, but he still probably should have had a goal. And another person I'm more than interested on the wild card was Callum Wilson. He was very quiet. He'd one attempt outside of the box, but he did round the keeper and he probably should have tried to roll it in. And he tried to play it across the box. So he didn't just round the keeper. He sliced through yeah. the whole defence yeah. and then rounded the but keeper. But you know, that wasn't considered, as, that wasn't considered as, a, as a shot because it obviously wasn't yeah. a shot, but it wasn't considered as a But it wasn't even... Time. It wasn't that tight of an angle. I thought he could have yeah. just rolled that he in. He could have definitely rolled it in. But um, look, I'm not worried about his output at all. He's Norwich and Watford next. He's had, I think he's had seven big chances the last four weeks. His joint first with Aguero. And to be honest, he's one of the first in my wildcard team. I actually have him as captain at the moment on my team. He was linked with Chelsea. Uh, Wilson. Callum Wilson. Yeah, he was linked with Chelsea all last season. Linked yeah. with United this season. Probably, play, probably could play at a higher level. I don't yeah. think United are a higher level <laughs> board at the minute. I think he might go to United in January. I, he's an elite I would definitely take it. I think he will. Yeah. I don't like, know. I, I don't think he will. He'll get way better wages and it's yeah. a higher profile club. And yeah. down the line, you think they might qualify for Europe, etc., etc. He's an elite finisher, though, isn't he? He's a very good finisher. I think his he, injuries is the only He's an elite concern. finisher, but he misses a lot of big chances. Yeah. Last season, he missed a lot. Yeah. He's actually missed a good few this year, but he's had a lot as well. Oh, but but is, there, is, there, is, there, is there such thing as not an elite finisher, but an elite getter of chances? Yeah. yeah. He gets into great big chance situations. But he gets very few shots That's in the like, game, um, but all the shots will just be ridiculous. Somebody at that Redmond's a fucking deadly player. Vardy is can't it? shoot. Well, Vardy has actually low XG and no shots, and he still is like <laughs> one of the best players every year, best strikers every year. But... um. Not anyone else doesn't. stand out here? Like David Luiz scored the goal. Nobody's nah, going to get nah. in any. Nobody interested in any Arsenal uh, defenders come forward. Rob Holding, Cal Chambers. Chambers will go again if he's playing in fullback role. But what about with Tierney and Bellerin right. and fucking everyone else back? I can't want to see everybody fit yeah. and who he plays. And there's a, there's a I thought uh, Saka looked decent enough on the eye test again. But he started again. Yeah, he started because he, he wasn't even in the squad for the Europa League. Texas. So I was going to start. Yeah. He's big, he's strong. Where did he's, he come out of like? The U team? Like, Six <laughs> games ago, we didn't know who he was. Yeah, typical Arsenal show. Like, and we're very discerning. And we don't watch guys. We didn't know who he was. Yeah, I seen him play in the Europa League, and then I was like, "Who's the fuck is that?" Like, but uh, Bournemouth, like, uh, Rico, Rico's know. creating so many chances. He looks and he's with, starting. Yeah, with Fraser not on the team, he looks to be one of their most important players. But Bournemouth's XGC is just so poor. I've Rico. I'll have him on my wild card, but. They're what, playing these four or 4.1. He's 4.1 now. now. He's going to go up to 4.2 in the next day or two, but still a bargain if he starts. They're playing Norwich next. Like He's probably going to get an assist, but it's very hard to see him get a clean sheet, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to see where his points are going to come from. Like, they're not going to keep clean but sheets. But he's creating like third most chances of anyone in the game. He's not going to keep getting assists from corners. A lot of lads seem to be going down the route of two to three, four million defenders. Maybe Zion to and a Trent. Yeah. I, I, I could think you could go like a Trent. A Sainchu, a Tremori, and a Rico and a Kelly. Like, that's yeah. what's wrong with that five? Like, and it's that's so cheap. Not far off what I And everybody's like, they got the back. At the yeah. I love it. I actually but love when all the things. The thing is, the big of the back is being destroyed by the fact that someone like Lundstrom and Sheffield are so good at the back. Yeah. It's also been destroyed by that Liverpool don't keep clean sheets anymore. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I need her to city. No, in fairness, though, I can't. Like, if if TA was nine million, I'd still have my my team. Like, I just can't get away from. Yeah, no, I, 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 I have to owned him. the ball season. <laughs> <laughs> I switched to him from Robertson, and the only reason was he made the chances he creates. Do you know what, Kirk? You're going to sleep so much easier at night having that switch. I will. Just, I already will. Am. I'm already sleeping better. No, that's what I mean. You will. It's yeah, I'm really gonna, I've hard. got an extra twenty minutes. I'd say since I made that. It's so. hard watching football when you don't own Trent. And like looking, at the, looking at the numbers is ridiculous. I'm getting away passes. with it, but it's hard. So we'll move on to the next game, and it's City nil. Is that right? Wolves two. Yeah, Wolves two. Oh, this Wolves, was, this Wolves was, was so good when I was watching it. Was I watched the first half, and I was like, I put it on the WhatsApp group. I was like, don't think you ignore. It. I was like, uh, lads, I'm watching this game, and Wolves are the better team. Like they were so me. good, like uh, yeah. defensively, and the break that nuts by Jimenez. I just laughed. I thought Jimenez. I lulled, lads. I lulled. Brilliant. It's mad, though, when you look at it, though. When you break it down, City had all the ball. They probably had way more chances. But it was one of those games where Wolves were more impressive. They didn't which, have that many good big chances, though. No, which brings kind of the whole stats versus eye test. And do you know what I hate? I've noticed it on Twitter a lot. People giving it the big, Billy big balls going, Not oh, I actually watch football. I yeah. know stuff. I watch football. Like, you have to watch football and you have to take stats into account I was and you have to be able to kind of take them on yeah. their own merits I was going to say the opposite I was like see all these like big ball lads coming up with all these fucking stats and I'm like are you watching the game like people being like so negative with Pereira because his underlying numbers aren't yeah. very impressive but you're watching it really the game, shows you, you how you need to do both yeah it's so important and I it? think it's why we do why we and that's are. why we are such a good that's podcast that's why we're the best podcast <laughs> in North Kildare yeah. we do both yeah Brilliant. we do both but uh, anyway, let's North get in there. It's been so clear, doesn't it? I don't know. I said this before. I just feel no like arrogant to say all of Kildare. <laughs> yeah. So in this game, I don't know why you thought by. Is it how Sterling Aguero were very, very quiet? Uh, we have to mention Adama Traore, five million midfielders. Which we've probably said negative things about him in the past. but You have. Um, you hate him. He yeah, paid for Villa. And no, the fact he was playing as a fullback and he's a midfielder in the game, but I actually thought things really turned. He was really good at fullback and not an FBL option, but he was a good, looked good in the games. But when he went up front, he was absolutely world class, wasn't he? Uh, no, I think it just. Him and Raul Jimenez were like the dream team. What I was surprised by was we're like, we all know that he's electric and we all know mm-hmm. that he's like really muscly. But like the two roles were really good finishes. Yeah, they're really. They were the same goal though, weren't they? Yeah. They were very similar. But I think it was Jimenez was so important yeah. to hold him. Like yeah. he was the class. Jimenez is clever. 7.2 mil now, lads. Nice but uh, like. Troy, I was saying to you, Willie, before, my, my brother sent me his wildcard this week. and Like, he's not mad into FPL like we are, but like, solid FPL wildcard team. He had uh, Troy on it. I said, look, he's never going to score that many points again. He started off the game as a, points, was it? as a right wing back. But yeah. like, for five million, if you're looking for a bit of fun, why not? No, but... And that's all I could say, like. But I think if he starts playing striker, maybe it's like he's one he's of these. Is he like when you have him? Yata is out. You have Yata coming in. Neta is out. Controlling has not great at all. Yeah, he's not bad. He's good. He's good. He's pretty good. I thought he's watching the games. I don't think he's up to it. But this is why you need to watch games and look at stats. Like City had six hundred and thirty-four passes. Wolves had one hundred and forty-nine. Yeah. But it's just what you do do with them. Like. Yeah, City didn't really look like scoring. No, not at all. Was actually, were quite comfortable for that's that what, of that game. What I was just gonna say one question. Like I, I like one mistake I've made, and one of the main reasons I'm wildcarding. I brought uh, Amendi in for 
Zinchenko. Well, you're wild card. Wild card. Before yeah. game week 32. Yeah. It's crazy. I, 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 I thought oh, Mendy. This though. isn't a fake wild card like the last time. Yeah. It's a real one. This is a real. Do you know what's funny? The fake wild card that he went through took Would've 40 been. minutes. Oh, his real wild great. card he hasn't. Spent 30 no. seconds on his real world. Or if he'd done his wild card then, it would have been great. Anyway, Probably. I thought, oh, Mendy, I thought he looked absolutely terrible. I thought he's just, I don't know what the story is. He just jumps in, doesn't he? He's one of the worst defenders I've ever seen in my he's life. He's a bad defender, but we've bigged him up as a good FPL yeah. option. Is he still? Yeah. No, and it's not he because, is. no, it's not because of Mendy. It's because of Man City. They're just giving away, they're not giving, they're XG is relatively up. They're giving away big chances for fun. Do you know how many big chances they gave away in that game? Four. Four big chances. Hey, you're talking Mancy. like I don't have a laptop in no, front of me like, here with the stats. They don't give away. They, these are numbers. They wouldn't give away four big chances in eight in eight games yeah, last know, year. Like so, I just think it's Cy and Chu or it's Mori or but something like that are going to match. They're going to match the city. Really, that's already. why. And I know all of us in this room will understand that, except maybe. Or no, he's not here. Who yeah. thought the dog was here? Except Bailey. Bailey, I love but uh, like City did have seventy percent possession. 600 passes to 100 but like they, fuck they had two big chances Wolves had four big yeah, chances yeah. The, just, the thing is City are going to be in the top four in terms of clean sheets yeah and goals conceded at the end of the season are they now though they might be top two though I think like uh, I think Leicester they might be top two right Liverpool I think Leicester concede less City. goals than City yeah and there's a few oddballs in there like United are actually keeping a lot of and Chelsea are keeping yeah, well, if you, pretty defensive. Would you, would you rather have Sciencio 4.7 or no, but I'm saying you've five defenders in defense. I want Liverpool, kinda, City, Leicester and then Lundstrom and whatever else yeah. makes up it. It kind of does show you how important the port was though. Like, yeah, which I would totally seriously. Yeah. But even Stones is out as well. Like, yeah, I it's a bit lopsided. Mohamed Walker, was he subbed off for... He came off at half. Well, was that tactical or injured? Uh, no, he got to, He was sick before the game and decided to still play him. Cancelo was at fault. Zinchenko was actually really good when he came on. He was their best defender yeah, when no, he, he came was, on. He, was he actually created a lot of chances decent, as well. But his ball into the boxes... Actually, that's one thing with all of the City players. They were just fucking the ball into the box. Yeah, there was no real overhead direction behind it. Well, like, Samarna's fucking terrible. Yeah, but you're kind of thinking... You're aiming at Aguero here. He's like five foot nine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's why De Bruyne, De Bruyne, De Bruyne is so good. He just puts stuff on the sixpence. Yeah. Doesn't it, matter if you're four foot tall. Yeah, I've seen some stats. Aguero has like had the most headed chances in the Premier League like this season. Definitely yeah. the last. Yeah, game low game. headers though. Are you splitting? They were. I thought. Uh, like, actually, City in that game reminded me of uh, Louis Van Hal's United, where they'd have all of the possession, they'd be creating chances but they're really poor chances and they were just literally hoofing the ball into the box I thought Wolves were really good defensively and I was so surprised I thought playing on Thursday in Turkey they were in trouble I was say um, your man Cancelo 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 he was a fault for the goal looked like he was fucked didn't he I don't know what he was thinking he had the best full back in the Italian league last two years or something he's a good full back but like he's more of a winger yeah um, no, I, I heard but, Gary Neville talk the mistake about he made was up attacking like you yeah. tried to this little outside the foot pass to no one and they broke and they scored it was yeah stupid. he did Gary Neville was talking about him he managed him at Valencia yeah all right <laughs> Gary managed him, managed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny now but uh, Barton, Phil, he, and in fairness I think Cancelo is one of the few right. players that said that oh it was an honour having Gary Neville as my manager maybe it's a right back thing but uh, <laughs> Gary Neville said like he's a winger yeah. is there a WhatsApp group for that probably Right, so we'll move on to the next game. Yeah. Southampton was it one Chelsea four? Southampton won Chelsea four. A really open, really attacking game, as I think we all thought it would be. Two teams with a really high XG. Um, 
as we said before, Mount 6.8, Tammy 7.6, great option. I don't think one of them's good enough. I think you need to double up if you want to get green arrows because everyone is either one and one or the other. Chelsea yeah. are the real deal though, aren't they? Going Triple forward. Chelsea, Triple Chelsea. Like, it's such a long way back to United beating them 4-0 on the opening day of the season. When you see where both teams have gone, it's crazy. But you remember the underlying numbers? Chelsea absolutely smashed oh, them. Yeah, that that was hit, a bit of They a hit the woodwork two anomaly. or three times. It was yeah. an anomaly. Yeah. Mount and, uh, is so good. Mount is good. Tammy still gives me that feeling of like a donkey on ice. He gets so many big chances <laughs> though, doesn't he? And his finish was good, like. No, yeah. look, look, look at the numbers. His finish here. was class. That yeah. was just lo- such a low XG chance, actually. That like, X- his XG, he's fourth again behind Batman and behind Adoy and Mount. Like, he consistently seems to be getting chances. He's some amount of big chances. But he seems to be scoring things he shouldn't be scoring. And then missing those. But that's like, good. Yeah. Because I didn't think he had that in his locker. Yeah. So, I'd, I'd rather see him up the top of this list, though, ahead of the midfielders. I think he could be essential. Yes, he's right. He's right up there. Let me know. His XG here is 0.22. Oh, no. Back to the, the last. Five, yeah. He and missed last four big chances six, against Bright. The last five or six games, his stats are as good as they His get. stats are number one. No, I'm just looking at this one. I'm just yeah, saying. His stats are over, over the whole season. There. I started off the season saying Tammy Abraham, Villa. Reject Swansea, reject terrible, terrible player. And now, just last week, I thought he's essential. <coughs> I, I still status. think Batshuayi should be playing ahead of him. Nah, do you know what? I think Batshuayi is more clinical, he's a better finisher. That goal he scored, I was like, Where's he, he going to squeeze this in? He's yeah. done it a couple of times on the bench now in the last couple of games. I, yeah, I just think Lambert likes, likes Tammy's going to play him, so he I knows Tammy and he, he likes young English boys. I brought him yeah. in, that's, and that's all that's what um, we had the cut previous comments about <laughs> this. Uh, I just wanted to mention if you're, uh, a couple of ones uh, Callum Hudson Odai 5.9 million he had one assist 0.45 XG 7 penalty area touches 2 attempts 1 shots in the box 3 chances created he was the furthest forward of all Chelsea players on the heat map I think he's a really good differential he'd surely keep his place after that performance but <laughs> probably would just wait a week but I genuinely think he could be an, an option to have instead of I thought this guy was an option a year ago yeah he was he a did. Kirk's player fucking Sorry, just didn't I, seem last to see season. Him. They're kind of lucky that he stayed in the end. Has he even scored a goal for Chelsea in the Premier League? I was looking at his stats and his like his actual assists and goals are non-existent. Yeah, he's had three assists in the last three games. He's had uh, he's had two assists in a hundred minutes of football. Two Premiership uh, games, two assists, and he's thirty minutes and you know, a one seventy Europa as well. Yeah, he did. Jay, but really, I loved how they set up. I loved uh, Tammy up front, Mount uh, in the middle. Hudson Adoy on the left, Mount number ten, and William on the right. Yeah, I was saying to Kirk's at football yesterday. Well, on the lift to football, that uh, Williams looked really good the last two years. Yeah, he was like, very he looks properly up for it. He's That's tracking it. back. He's like fucking putting a shift in. Yeah, and he obviously has a lot of flair and class. He never got on with. Um, sorry, sorry, no, I, I just think fair play to Lampard. But in fairness, I I'm actually. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I don't know. I, I am rooting for him. Yeah. It's really weird. You saw Sarri, right? He yeah. refused to play a doy. He was clearly like, like bursting yeah. onto the scene. He was like, oh, he's too Lampard young. Lampard is like, you're fit. In you go. Yeah. And like, can you imagine Sarri was here now with the transfer embargo and like, they have the likes of Tammy Mount. Like, he'd be fucking moaning. Recalling you know like Gavin like, Peacock yeah. and Mark Steen. His, <laughs> his team would be Giroud up front, Pedro and Willie on the wings, yeah. Barkley, uh, and two boys and Kante uh, and he yeah. but like it'd be such a boring fucking old team and Lampard's like just off but go, even in, in fairness the only thing is these boys are going to get subbed because like Pulisic actually looked really good when he came on it's the first time I've seen him look decent he did look good yeah. that's why he looked good he's really well. really fast he's yeah. actually quite electric um, um, we but, can't 
we can't move on before talking about Southampton briefly. Danny Ings looked quite good. He got yeah, a goal. Still like Southampton. I think when the fixtures change, I think I'm definitely bringing in. They're a bit unfortunate, aren't they? Even your man Danny Ings, five point nine million, one goal, three attempts, three shots in the box, two big chances, one point one seven xg. And I think like. he could become an option in the future. The fixtures are a bit shit at the moment. Yeah. But if he stays fit, yeah, that's the only thing with Danny Ings. Yeah, but he's. I think he's, he's also lot, nice I, numbers, though, doesn't he? I think he's a lot better than Che Adams. Yeah, I think Che um, Adams has had his chance. I think Che Adams was a fish out of water. We're talking about all of these championship guys doing amazing. We could go through ten them, but I think Che Adams could be one of them. He's had so many big chances, but usually he mightn't be up to it. Yeah, usually the championship guy doing well is the exception to the rule. Mm. But I think Che Adams doing. His poor is the exception to the I think room. he's yeah. dropped down the list already there. I think Ings is now one. Uh, I'd like to see yeah. Obafemi get Like, what kind Obafemi of Femi came on there at the yeah. weekend? Like, should he really be called Shea? It's a weird name, like. Yeah. C-H-E. <laughs> like, What's Shea it short for? Chester? No, but like, Shea Guevara, like, South American kind of re- rebel. On that kind of thing. Who names their kids Shea, like, in England? Mm. I just don't like it. Answers on a postcard? <laughs> But uh, yeah. anyone else from Southampton? I don't think so. No. Uh, Jan Valerie did well. Your man was more proud of him. But he's not 4.0 anymore, is he? No, he was, was he 4.6 or something, isn't he? I don't know. Ward and Hoiberg are still getting a few little bits and pieces. You, just, you have your uh, love affair with Southampton the same way as we do with Brighton. Yeah. Look, do you see the clip going around of, it must have been last season, of Leicester playing Southampton? No. And Casper uh, Schmeichel goes over and hugs Hoiberg. <laughs> And uh, Jamie Vardy's in the background, and he's like, Denmark friends! <laughs> <laughs> and like, the microphone actually picks it up. Oh, deadly. Just deadly. <laughs> I didn't see that. Bit of a legend. Like, what the fuck will I do? He seems oh, like no, he's, he's a dude. proper... Yeah. He's like a Terminator. Like, he's a yeah. machine. I remember us laughing at him last season, yeah. going, I will not go down with Southampton. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Because <laughs> I thought there was a good like, chance they would go down. He likes to get now shot off. He's not a... He's a good player. I think he's a good player. He's cheap though, isn't he? Is he 4.5? He was cheaper yeah. last season. I think he's gone up now. Can't be more. Can't he be could be five. He does like to get no shot off. Yeah. He'll get a goal. Like him. Right. And we're we're going to briefly go through ah. this game. So, Newcastle won United nil. I'd like briefly. Pre- I'd like to preface this by saying... Where do you get these words from? In every WhatsApp group... You got an A1 in English as even, sir. There's yeah. words he's using that I don't even know. Every, I don't know what it means. I got B1. I think you got to do foundation English. I think I got a D. <laughs> I did get an A1 in English. I think I got a D. Seriously. Yeah. I got a B1 and was devastated. Maybe, but, a C, uh, maybe C3. <laughs> you think? C3 in fucking... What's that? No, Clyde no. fucking English or something. That's, that's why, when it comes to the pod, Willie is the stats man. Yeah. Kirks is the guy that does well at FPL and is a bit of a... <laughs> Nobody understands what I'm saying. cult hero. And, like, I know I'm the CEO of the pod, but I'm also the anchor. Like, I just have to direct things with, yeah, my, be lost with, with my A1 English. I'm going to record your real voice sometime and put it up on the pod. Uh, we're going to... Oh, we're going to Cork to meet oh, a load of these for guys from Twitter. And they're going to be like, that's not what you sound like at all. They're like, all right, lads. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. Your voice is not squeaky. You're from life. North Kildare, lads. Anyway, uh, Newcastle won. <laughs> sound like you're done. <laughs> I don't know what it is doing there. Newcastle won United nil. And I, as I was trying to say, anyone I talked to, I just said, I really fancy Newcastle here. Yeah. And their odds, they were 11 to 4 at kickoff. That's low. I think that's really low. And I thought if they were 4 or 5 to 1, I might have stuck a score on them. I thought they'd still be 7 or 8 to 1. Yeah, they should be 6 7, shouldn't they? But... I ended up back in nil all 
And like I could only see it a lot. Yeah, that's all I could see. It was such a low XG game, wasn't it? It's not really sad when you see a Newcastle team who were bottom of the league. People are calling for Bruce's head, and United. The best yeah. it can hope for is nil. But if you said that this is the same United we're seeing every week, I watched. It this is game. the same United I'm seeing every week. I watched this game and I, I just thought that, like, I thought Newcastle, like, they looked the better team. Like when I watched the Newcastle Spurs game and they nicked it one nil, Spurs had all the possession and they just nicked the goal and the break. Like, but like, night both teams were shit. Both teams created nothing. The fact that Newcastle compared can create a few more chances, definitely in the first. Newcastle half. had a plan at least. Yeah. Newcastle uh, always seemed to have a plan, and I didn't think. They, they had it in their locker. Can I just say that United team looks like Schalke has gone, oh, look at Lampard doing what he's doing at Chelsea. I'm going to try stick in fucking Twen Esby. Tensebi was the best United player. Was it the loss? Tensebi's actually looked solid through. Pereira, Greenwood, James all played. You just slacked off No, but they're not the same quality as the Chelsea guys. I know, Kirk. So you actually start Tensebi. He's probably better than Tamori. Yeah. No, okay. I'm just saying. No, he is. He's no, quality. He, he looks like they've thrown in the young lads, but they're not the same quality as the Chelsea young lads. He can't. No, since not going forward. Since be a play for England. That's fine. One, okay. What about all the other fucking young lads? He just he just threw in there. They subbed on their Chong and Greenwood. Yeah. They're not the same quality. As it's the actually lads. one of the worst United teams I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Fred is just... I was like, and like after the Liverpool game, United actually have really nice fixtures. You know, the worst thing is United will get up for the Liverpool game and they'll fucking. It'll be nil all. Yeah, they'll they'll actually put it in Club? a pitch. Yeah. Klopp seems to fear United, even though he shouldn't. Like he's been there what four or five seasons. United are on a decline. Pool are on the way up. Sal has a shocking record against has United. Pool, have Pool bet United? No, United don't like to lose Liverpool. They always put in a shift. But it's really weird that you can do that and then lose to Newcastle. Remember Salah like versus um, was it Young last season? Yeah, and Young had him in his pocket for ninety minutes. Yeah. Was it Young left back? Yeah, that's mad. Young had him in his pocket, but what? The one thing about United after Liverpool game, they've really good fixtures and they've really, really low XGC. And ha- like Harry Maguire, they looks they Harry Maguire looks the option. He should be such a good option. He should have scored a goal. He had a yeah. header from a five yards. From Ashley Young, I think right? if you jump on one of their defenders, you'll actually get a little. Yeah. A, a, a this this is always we were saying it about. I don't know who we were saying it about some other team last year in the pockets, but like Harry Maguire, this is a bit of a worrying thing as well. Harry Maguire is by far Man United's most dangerous player. He three shots, three shots in the box. He quite a high XG. He should have scored, really, shouldn't he? Oh, he definitely he missed a, a massive chance. And again, yeah. I love going back to it, it's it's my biggest pet peeve on Twitter. People giving out about stats and going on about eye test. Yeah, and like it's always one or the other. But you really need to do both because, like, yeah. United had again. I'd say they had nearly seventy percent possession. They had. 512 <coughs> passes Newcastle only had 204 United did absolutely fuck all with it like it's yeah. well, it's why you have to watch it defensively yeah. FPL wise defence wise they look like an option they do, they um, do. like numbers wise they're top of expected goals conceded and, and that's tur- after 8 game weeks and they're third for uh, yeah. opponent yeah. touches in the box I mean, and, and, and we uh, can't uh, Maguire as we well can't move past this game without and I need to like move now because I can hear my dog barking downstairs yeah. he might want out but uh, Matty Longstaff to him. Yeah. The two Longstaff brothers. Ah. Like I watched half an hour of that match and didn't realise that there's two Longstaffs. I was like, <laughs> that fucking Sean Longstaff. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Like, but uh, he's fucking everywhere. When, but when, there was two of them. When Matty scored that goal, and I just I seen it, and I watched the goal, and I could I could see him. I could see his like 
he actually just cared so much. He started crying. You could see the tears in his eyes after he scored the goal. And did you see the interview afterwards with the two of them? I didn't see any of it. I refused to watch it. No, it was just like, it brought back my um, my fate in the Premier League. And just like, I just, I just thought it was absolutely deadly. Like, all he wanted to do was play for Newcastle and score. Like, he didn't give a shit that he was a professional footballer. Like, how far? Pretending to be a dickhead, pretending like, to kiss his crest. He actually fucking cared. No, but like, United against Newcastle. Newcastle looking fucking shite. And then, like, if he's saying, the fucking, you think they're going to beat them. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I still think, I think Newcastle are going to get relegated. I think Norwich are going to get relegated now. United might get relegated. I'm not, like, all joking aside, right? And not as a pool head, right? What are the odds? Numbers wise, they've got four away wins since March or four wins since March. Oh, i seen some, i seen some hilarious They're on total relegation form. Lads, two amazing stats that i seen on Twitter this week. Tammy Abraham, is one goal away from score from equaling Marcus Rashford's top goal scoring season of all time in the <laughs> Premiership. And Aston Villa scored more goals in 90 minutes against Norwich than Ma- away from home than Man United have since March in all competitions. Yeah, before we wrap up this roundup, roundup if I think if you left Ole in charge at the minute and kept going as they are, like they could get relegated. It, look, I just don't think it's not an exaggeration. Say, I was, I was talking about some nuts lagging. No, no, no. I don't think it's an exaggeration at all. I just don't think it will get that far. If like two or three games down the line, it looks like things aren't changing. He'll get sacked. He'll get someone more competent in. He'll get a bit more out of the players. We get like, Allegri in. They need a stopgap. I would fucking love Allegri. He because, does a serious uh, job, wouldn't he? He's just a proper disciplinarian, and I don't know if it's what you want in general, but he's just not going to take any nonsense. He's going to come in. He got the best out of Pogba in Syria. Like, real, like, successful manager at a successful team. That's actually team. a really good, really good point. The fact he knows Pogba. And it's kind of sad. It shouldn't be that kind of... Can but someone just play Pogba as an attacking midfielder, especially in a team as shit that's as what United? He did. Like, but, like, at Juventus, he had Vidal and Pirlo beside yeah. him. So, like, now he has, like, fucking Scott McTominay and what Fred. with Soldier, when, <laughs> when he came in first and he, started, and he started playing in the 10, he was so impressive. And why did he just start no, playing like, yeah. defensive He's always again? the same, though. He's always impressive. When he's playing well, he's really, really good. And then yeah. when he's shit, he's the worst. But yeah, I, I would love Allegri. But I just... Just to answer that point, they're not going to get relegated because Solskjaer will be sacked before then. They'll get in fucking Sam Allardyce or someone and he'll just keep them oh, up. Oh, that would be so funny. As bad as, as bad as the players are, they're not relegation worthy. They're just playing really badly. Well, would, you take Bruce, would you take Brucey over Solskjaer? No. What about Roy just Hodgson? Just to keep yourself. No. <laughs> Roy Hodgson, he has fucking Palace in six. I know. Lads, 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 there's levels. As bad as they're playing, <laughs> that can't happen. Now, anyway, we're going to have to wrap that up because... Yeah, uh, right. The dog isn't here running amok. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up with some listeners' questions and we asked for them to be directed to you and we're going to have to answer them. So, FPL Chieftain, and he starts this with... Is he a uh, friend of the show? I wanted to say prefaces, but you He's already a, slagged me from English. best friend of the show. He said, from a good friend of the pod. Hey. Three questions. How many of Kirk's 15 does he consider fixture-proof? Uh, I don't like fixtures. I don't say anything's fixture-proof. Uh, and if you look at the results this season, that's kind of proved. Yeah, There's been loads of upsets. Like, look at Brighton fucking smashing Spurs, Wolves beating City, so Norwich you're beating City. not a big City. fixtures man, are you? Not a big fixtures at all. I mean, like, I think we were saying something last week about like Liverpool's hard run coming in. I'm like looking at that going, Liverpool could keep four clean sheets in a row. Yeah. Like, cause, but does that not mean your Liverpool guys are fixture-proof? No, but like, I, I just don't look the fixtures and think... 
I have to have these guys for these fixtures. Like the Chelsea fixtures look really nice. I got Tomori. I don't think he's going to keep a clean sheet. No. Yeah. I think Tomori keeps a clean sheet at Newcastle. I don't actually fancy him keeping a clean sheet. There's a couple of teams I really like. Like when like Sheffield United with Lundstrom. But are any of your That's players fixture proof? Like Salah. Fixture proof. Yeah. Like you'll play you'll them play against any team. Like Salah's playing Man United. Are you happy <coughs> playing them? In I them? suppose. I would maybe maybe the answer is I would consider all my players fixture proof. In that I will happily play two Liverpool defenders in the next four games. But them. I, I've seen Kirk's, Kirk's bench like seven and eight million pound players, which is something I'd never ever do. Oh, yeah, if like, I just don't fancy them in that game, yeah, you'll just take them. No, you're on the bench, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> just get on the bench. Yeah, cool. Next question When do you make your game week transfers? Uh, it depends. This week it's a international break, and I've already made my transfers. I made them before, already? I made them before Chelsea full time in general. Do you have anything about waiting to see if there's going to be any injuries? Do you follow price rises? If I can hold off as long as possible, fine. Yeah. But Cantwell dropped point one, fucking almost immediately. And I was like, fucking gone. Get out of here. But you're not a I, like, a religious follower of price rises or price drops. Only if Are it you? stops me from doing a transfer. So yeah, I wanted Tammy in this week and I like, needed the money from Cantwell yeah. to get Tammy in. So I had to do it straight away. I'd always make my transfers on a Friday evening. This pod isn't about you, Willie. Always. Actually, Willie, when you start being successful, we <laughs> might disgusting. have a pod reviling <laughs> around you. Highly unlikely, lads. Highly unlikely. Um, we might do a pod for being average sometime. And look, I wanted to point this out at the start of the pod. Kirks has had one top 6k finish. Just I've had, make him better than me. I've had four ahead of that, like, in yeah. the last six years. Yeah. We weren't no. doing, if we were doing the pod last year when you got your 1k finish... Probably would have done the same. We were doing the podcast. Kirk said, I want to talk about it. (laughs) Anyway. And Chieftain's last question is, I think this is a brilliant question. And it shows that he actually listens to us. Like, this is from fucking pods ago. How is Kirk's going to address his Christmas slump? And you mentioned this weeks ago, that Christmas fucks you over. Because we all go out drinking. We go racing. You don't care about FPL. No, and I thought they don't care about FBL, but I remember... It's not your priority. too drunk to realise. No, I, I wasn't even... Two seasons it's ago... It's a great question from Chieftain. Two seasons ago, I was at 250 in the world, and I had Kane and Sterling in my team. And I looked at the fixtures over Christmas, and I said, you know what, Chelsea are going to have a great fucking Christmas. And I switched Kane and Sterling to Hazard and Morata. Morata. Oh, dear fucking God. So, so how are you going to address your Christmas slump? Same as I did last year. Drink less. <laughs> no, just, just don't. I'm not going to get take into account the, the fixture rush and get really wound up with it. Like, just probably. Are you going to make your moves in advance? Or? No, probably do like, less. I know that me and you could easily be in a certain pub in Nace are you on a Saturday, Saturday and you're like, fuck, I forgot this game was on. Yeah, that could happen. But I think what happened previously is I keep making too many changes. I was taking hits, I was doing really random shit. Whereas I've reined yeah. that in to either not yeah. making a transfer. Can I can I make a, a point here? Are you doing well now because you've taken a lot more pride in how you do an FPL? Like a few years ago. No, you were I just think like I've just clicking, taken, taken, taken on board buttons. Taken on board the fact that you have to have certain Taking on board what the boys have said to him. Like I was like I was say three years ago, I was probably doing well at the start and just fucking random shit. Mad for bringing in Aaron Ramsey. Used to bring an Aaron Ramsey every time. <laughs> like fucking, I used to take hits to bring an Aaron Ramsey. Like just cut that shit out. It was I remember a those huge days. improvement. Uh, Aaron Ramsey, but it was Danny Ings last season. Yeah. <laughs> but like you got away with it. Taking hits 
I think cost me loads and bringing in random players for one week uh, just to just kind of calm down a bit. Cool. So, um, not to keep repeating, how are you going to address that slump though? You're just going to take less, a bit more less care? Less tinkering. I'll, be, I'll be probably have my team set up for Christmas before Christmas. Okay. And so you're still going to go racing and drink loads? Ah, can't yeah. stop me. Willie won't. No, he Someone won't. has to come with me, Carlos. I'll, I'll text him. <laughs> you know? All right. Uh, FPL Rouge uh, <laughs> in the future. My friend FPL pod. Rogue till he sends uh, a bottle of whiskey. Oh, and when I say friend of the pod, Chieftain is a great friend of the pod. One of the best friends of the pod. You went up and met him in real life, didn't you? No. no <laughs> so, <laughs> a question your, for Captain put your Kirk. Foot in it. Are your yeah. punts based on gut, forms, or fixture? Oh. So, your put, punts. Like, I wanted to bring in Ings for Vardy this week. Yeah. And, and it would have worked. And it would have worked, but I would have actually shot myself in the foot because I needed the double transfer. So while it would have been a great one-week move and I wanted to do it, the fact I didn't do it probably helped me in the long run. But, like, Chelsea were not going to keep a clean sheet. Ings is a dangerous motherfucker. It's like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> I don't know. I just I kind of look at all of them. Like, the fixtures, people get really fixated on fixtures. Like, you ever see the odds for, like, some you don't games. you don't look at the odds at all. No, you can't, because the bookie never gets it right. Like if the bookie was always right, you could just fucking slam on I think on the bookie is always right. I think, That's why they no, make all the money. <laughs> they win they win overall in terms of the ten fixtures. But yeah. if you were just to go favourite, 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 you'd never fucking win. That like, is the funniest way I've ever seen. For someone that like as me that used to be a professional gambler, that is like the maddest way I've ever seen anyone look at them. Bookies never get it right. No, bookies get it right on the on the overall book. But yeah. game to game. Like, there's loads of fucking like if they, oh, you, yeah. you put ten grand on City, this not week. in the Premier League though. But like I thought, the bookies might get it wrong in like fucking League Two. Yeah, they get yeah. it right overall. I'd say if you were to put your money on the all ten games, they take your money every yeah. time. So, Kirks, Rouge is asking: Are your punts based on gut, form, or fixture? Can you give us a percentage of gut, form, and fixture? Fixture is probably lowest. Yeah, form is probably oh, it's close between gut and form. I'd say gut then form. So okay. form would be the more like, I'm looking at Ings and I'm looking at his shots on target, his minutes played, and then my gut is saying Chelsea are not going to give a clean sheet. If so, Samson had a goal, it's going to be Ings. Ings is six million. Like, there you go. Do you like, want to do that? Like, and Kirk, I understand this is a lot of pressure. Like, it's a lot of pressure. This is like the least fun episode ever. I'm, I'm loving this. I mean, I, I've <laughs> never seen Willie as relaxed. He's just like, hands behind his Take head. <laughs> no villa top. It is yeah. a fucking Fiji jersey. Flying Fijians. Fiji rugby jersey. Yeah. Did you order a Japan jersey? I like the point out he's wearing trousers today. Yeah. <laughs> so Kirks, next guy's getting cold in there. FPL Fairy. And he says, from a wannabe good friend of the pod. <laughs> and look, in fairness to Fairy, he asked one question before. This is his second question. So like he's oh, closer to being the pressure's a, on. He's closer to being a friend of the show. This better be a good question. But he's also being quite needy. Oh, okay. it's like maybe he shouldn't be a friend of the show. Yeah, we don't like needy friends. Yeah, be friends with Willie. He has a ridiculously good record in FBL. Anyway, fairy. I'm only joking. Question one: Would you prefer Wilson or Vardy up top with Abraham and Pookie for the next few weeks? My strike force is Vardy and Tammy. You're going four four two. Yeah. But his question is Wilson or Vardy and his current strike forces Abraham and Pookie. So you have to pick between Wilson and Vardy. Well, my answer is I prefer both and I ship Pookie out. This is the <laughs> this is the Kirk special. Can't help himself. I'm going Vardy. I think Vardy actually will, uh, will bang. 
Okay. And the second question is, I actually want to answer a little bit of this. Would you sell Van Dyke or Dina to fund the move? Ooh. Have a wild card in the back pocket Who's for Liverpool defence in the future. Has he got another local defender? That's the first thing I wanted to know. If you have another Liverpool defender, get rid of Van Dyke. Yeah. If you don't, I don't know. Um, Go down to Sion Shield. I'm who's ready. More, who's more expensive? Van Dyke's six five, six and a half. Dina six one. Is he? Yeah. I'm totally. Be, for the yeah. first time this season, I'm totally ready to get rid of an Ardenia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Everton haven't had a clean sheet since game week two. And yeah. they've had a really nice, easy run of fixtures. Yeah. Uh, the fixtures are still good going forward. is not really... He's creating chances, but not, big not chances. the same chances. He's still whipping in crosses, but... And if he created 10 big chances in the game, would Everton score a goal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest... We said this. We said this last week. To be honest, I would get rid of Dina and Van Dyke. Yeah. Yeah, you um, can, yeah. If, if you don't have... Tomorrow. If you didn't have any Liverpool defenders, I'd get rid of Van Dyke. If you have like Trent or Robertson or Matab even, I'd definitely get rid of Van Dyke. But I think Dina is definitely on the chopping block. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you'd get rid of two if you can, but Van Dyke if you have another Liverpool defender. Sanchez going to match both of them. I would go Sanchez and Mori. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of money. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Ferry. Um, Want to be a good friend of the pod? At the minute, I don't think he is a friend. <laughs> he could be in the future, but no. I, I think he needs to ask another question. I think he's a legend. And he started doing spreadsheets for us and stuff on Fancy Football he's So uh, He's a fucking celebrity, so he is. FPL Rouge, our good friend of the show. <laughs> I can't believe we're keeping that up now. You need, Rouge, you need to send us a bottle of whiskey. Just get a, it over with. A question for Captain Kirks. Oh, he already asked you this. Are your puns based on gut former fixture? Second question. Do you have a dice man persona and simply make decisions on rolling a dice? That's a great question. No. But like a lot of the stuff you do seems like you do have a dice man persona. Yeah. I just get an idea into my head and then I just go with it. You, you do know? what? Get an idea in my head and just yeah. go with it. I just get stuck on certain things and then I just but get you're not a dice go. man. No, I think it's just always a certain uh reason for it. Cool. Just I'm gonna move on. Go what it. would you pinpoint as your winning formula? And most importantly, do you take your whiskey neat or with one cube or two? So whiskey, <laughs> one cube or two, None. or neat? None. Okay. And what's your winning formula the last season and a half? Strong start. You have to fucking get a really, really strong Yeah, but start. how do you do that? He does it all the time. It's <coughs> assuming that the start of the season is going to be like the end of the season before. I like that. Yeah, it's never the fucking same. Yes, that's the a good The end point. of a season is like complete shit show of like, People not showing up and like we're relegated or we're safe or we're yeah. already fucking winners. Like everyone at the end of last season looked like fucking world beaters. Who gives a fuck? They were like what? Taint. Yeah. And Vardy was right, the best. we need Vardy to move on because people. Willie's getting collected in one minute. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we'll we'll finish the pod without him. But we like to have him here. He's a good boy. I, I just guy. To, finish, much tonight, though. to finish that like KDB is the best example of that. Yeah. Explain. That's it. Explain. As in, like, he wasn't playing the end last season, so like, people didn't have but him on the radar. he's the best guy this Sigerson was, like, on people's radars. Like, KDB's way better than Sigerson. Sigurdsson's one attack and turn around season, isn't he? Good. Next and last question. Cool. Uh, FPL drunk, Seamus. Good friend I, of the show. I met him. Good friend You of did the meet show. him. He, he met Chieftain, didn't he? Did he meet Chieftain? <laughs> Considering Kirk's lack of concern for player ownership, how much is Kirk's bricking it when the game week starts? You uh, you are regularly bricking it. 
I might... you will often go, oh my god, I don't have Tabby, I don't have Mount. Yeah, I always look at the people who might damage me, but the uh, ownership thing doesn't bother me that much. I, I'm more worried about players playing against each other. That's really that really that kills me. you. Yeah, that really really. And like, me. I just want to bring this up for the viewers. Leicester were playing against uh, Liverpool this week, and Kirk's had Vardy and like you. his Trent. immediate reaction is bring Vardy out for one game week because he's not going to do anything against Poole and well not that he's not going to do anything he's probably not going to do anything it's gonna but it's going to lessen his exposure to that game yeah. yeah but he's going to bring him back in the next game week yeah and like to a lot of people who consider free transfers as vital that's like sacrilegious sacrilegious, sacrilegious. Yeah, it's like sacrilegious and delicious no but Kirk's like can I do you say, not think it's a bad play? The worst one of the things I is always, it a bad play? What you're doing? No, because my team would still be fine bringing Vardy back in for like another three or four weeks. But what if someone gets injured? I'd sub him off for one of the guys on the bench. But your bench is obviously going to be weaker than your starting eleven. You're not going to be in a ah, worse my, position. My bench is okay. My bench has two players I can bring in without. Do you not think you're ever going to be in a weaker position by playing this kind of willy nilly? Of course, I could game. get caught fucking horrible. But yeah, if I'm really really stuck, take a hit. But uh, what really annoys me is players playing against each other because it's like canceling each other out. Like, I had two Liverpool defenders. You believe in your I'm own actually that fucking boring that I kind of like that because I'm like, <laughs> I, even if my defender does nothing, my attacker might score and I get but some that's, that's, that's cheap. That's copping out. It's like, oh, I'm covered. I'm going to get an average score. Do I, you know me at all? <laughs> I pick one of them and I go, they're going to win. I want oh, all yeah. their players on. I want all their players off. And that's it. Every time it happens, I pick it right, We're going to move on to our segments, but we've one last question, and it's off Twitter. So, uh, our good friend of the show, Steve, asks, How often do your short term punts go badly? And what criteria do you use to select them? So, uh, like, short term punts, do they go badly regularly? or? Yeah, they do. I mean, like, the Kane of Amiens thing worked out okay, but not fucking fantastic, considering yeah. they're 12 million fucking strikers. Um, I don't know. Like short term punts, like captain and a defender, does that count? That's like, a short term punt. As yeah. in, like nobody else did it. Um, nobody does that. Car. So nobody captains no, defenders. Yeah, I don't know. I think you. I can take a weak fucking hit on something like that. But when does that ever happen? I've never seen you had like two points on a defender captain. I don't. I wouldn't a captain and defender. I see a really really strong chance. Remember, I captain uh, Robertson against Newcastle. Like they had the highest percentage clean sheet chance. That week, like seventy percent or something, it was ridiculously yeah. high. And Jetro Williams scored the most amazing like, goal ever. So if you play that percentage every week, like that's guaranteed twelve points. But you also captain Luke Shaw last season, which is a terrible captain. That backfired, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying, you don't always Actually, get it right. That backfired at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. And that you was, still came top six game. That wasn't. That wasn't a great move. I brought him in because I listened to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was probably a bad, bad yeah. example of a. Fucking Oops. And what criteria do you use to pick these long-term punts? Are they just your everyday decision? It's definitely stats with gut, as in like a little bit of both. Yeah, I can't. I wouldn't do just just on one or the other. Sounds good. So we'll move on to our uh, Willie's getting collected now. Uh, he's been a dick about everything now. He's in this Fiji jersey. His wife's at the door. He's doing that, doing that cutthroat gesture where he's like, <laughs> it's we need over. to wrap it up. It's so, over, guys. Like, we can't wrap it up. We're not finished yet. So He's we, literally packing up. 
Like, like he's gonna start making zippy noises and shit. I'm more afraid of both than I am being. <laughs> How did she do this week? Did she beat you? Yeah, she, she had. She had. Um, last week she hammered me. She had um, McGinn. super John McGinn. See you later. Unbelievable. He's just walked out of the Willie room. Willie has gone. He's walked out of the room. So, Willie has gone home. Willie's actually been dragged home by his wife. <laughs> um, you know, can I say, he's not here now, so we can say this. I created a secret, <laughs> a secret subsection for the pod where Bub has made a team. Bub is his wife. Yeah. It, the aim is to catch Willie by the end of the season. So, she's two weeks in and she's already caught up 40 points. But is this actually her or you? No, it's her. Yeah. So the fuck it, I just said nothing. I just and Bob said, does watch football. You no, know, no, she she has to listen to him all day, so she probably knows. But I just want to rub it in when uh, she actually does catch him by the end. That's hilarious. I can't wait. So I think we should leave it there, Kirk. This has been your special. I hope you've kind of got across why you're so random. I don't know why you do so well, to be honest. I still don't understand. I don't understand. To be honest, this could go really, really badly. You I have mean, a cap on. I don't. Maybe, not <laughs> Maybe the cap is the secret to it all. Like, imagine my season didn't start. Imagine if, like Origi was like benched and like. I on. think you would have adapted well enough that you would have done well. You're not one of these that will sit around and go, Origi isn't starting. Wildcard like, week two. Yeah. No, you'd be kind of like, I'm going to get rid of Origi for fucking Pookie by accident. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> Hit a lot of points. Maybe I'm just naturally lucky. Actually, people might say that. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, all of your seasons until last season, you didn't do very well. Last season, you did amazing. This season, if you, you started really well. Help me out three seasons ago instead of trying to beat me with, like, your fucking five-euro game. Who knows? Could have been fucking... Quite possibly. So, we'll wrap it up there. This is our very first pod that Willie's not been here. He's a fucking... He actually snuck out like a little snake or a yeah. snail. Snakes are too cool for him. So, anyway, thanks to everyone that did listen to the pod. Um, if you did enjoy it, follow us on Twitter. It's at Renegades FPL. It's the FPL Renegades podcast. So, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, Willie... And a bottle of whiskey. Willie and a bottle of whiskey. Hopefully, yeah. Willie will have a later curfew. And we'll have fun then. So, good luck and good night. Not caught in the mustard, mustard with the other mustard. <laughs> <laughs>